around the cauldron for another episode of Good Witch, Bad Witch. Which witch are you? It's time for our third honoree interview in the Phenomenal Females of Fall series, Demi De Herrera. She's filled to the brim with talent and wild stories, and you're never going to guess the depth of her adventures, future, and past. Please join us on a journey into the mind of the spooky, sassy, and skilled creative whiskey expert and enthusiast, Demi D, a.k.a. Bones, GM of the Denver Spirit Hounds Tasting Room. And now, Shelly, Lisa, and Daryl. Welcome, witches. It is Good Witch, Bad Witch. It's another Witchy Wednesday, and we are keeping the party going with the series Phenomenal Females of Fall. Woohoo! We have a special guest today, Demi D. Herrera, a good friend of mine and a co-worker. But before that happens, um, because we have so much to ask her, she's so fascinating. She's an enigma of a person. She's so multifaceted, and I'm really excited to dig deep here. She's one of the coolest people I've ever met. But before that happens, and we talk about booze, because we work at Spirit Hounds together, uh, I want to hear about both of your worst drunks. Oh, Oh. Yep, I surprised you. <laughs> you did. Uh huh. What spirit do you like? Or? What spirit do you not like? And why? Is it the uh, the taste or the or what came out of your body? Mm. The worst let... drunk that we've ever been, or the worst thing we've gotten drunk on? What alcohol Which one do you hate right the most because of how sick you got? Goldschlager. <laughs> Goldschlager. Mm-hmm. When was this? It was B D before Daryl. Oh, um, I, couple days. No. That's a calendar. Yeah. Um, I was dating another guy, and he bought a handle of Goldschlager. Between, that's too much Goldschlager. Yeah. Between the two of us, we almost finished it. Gross. There was like an inch left maybe at the bottom. Uh-huh. And I woke, well, no, he woke me up because I vomited and peed on him. Oh. And he was like, please get out of the bed. <laughs> It wasn't upon request. It was a purely an accident. <laughs> yes. Um, and it was my house, and he made me leave. <laughs> I've See? never heard this story. Really? Yeah, you'll have to slip me the, the name of the fella later. Okay. Um, what The fun thing about Goldschlager is that there's so much sugar in it that you get a cavity, and then you have the gold to fill it with. Oh. It's, yeah. just, it's a multi-purpose. Yeah, it was... It was and then it was funny, because the next day... We this is during like when I was heavy karaoke girl, uh-huh. and we had a karaoke show at Laddie's, and he had went home probably to shower, uh-huh. and um, he <laughs> with all the puke I, I and the pee, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And he calls me and he's like, "Hey, can you bring the rest of that Goldschlager to the bar so that you know we could go like take Out shots or whatever?" Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And we I, meaning you and him. I or whoever he okay. was going to do it with. And I was like, I can't look in in the eye. And <laughs> she had to, he, you had to throw a, a, I put something a, over it. I put a towel over it. I watched you. <laughs> I look at the damn bottle. That's so awesome. Put a towel over it and then carried it upstairs and just left it in the car because I was so sick. Like See? it's a ticking time bomb. It was horrible. And the, and the crazy thing about this story is she told me the story before we even really started dating. And I still liked her. Yeah. I'm like, I like this girl. She's my kind of well, girl. you figure she got it out of her system. Yeah. yeah. Or that he, he was into that. Yeah, I was was like, hey, sign me up for that pissing and puking party you're going to be throwing for me, baby. So that's the bad news, bad witch, who Mm. I forgot to introduce earlier, Lisa Brown. Um, So if you, given your druthers, I know that you don't drink a lot for control issues and just you don't like a lot of liquor. Mm -hmm. But if you were to drink just for the taste of something and possibly a fun little buzz, what would you pick? Money being no object. Well, my favorite drink 
is a, a, like what they call Smith and Kearns. Oh, yeah. And stuff. So it's like um, Kahlua, Coke, and cream yeah. or, or uh, soda water. So and, like mm-hmm. a bulldog without the vodka? Yeah, right. I don't like vodka. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's like a bulldog. But or you could do soda water instead of the Coke. But that being said, I'm not good with milk and sugar Creamy together. Stuff anymore. Oh, yeah. Since the surgery? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I can't drink. I get sick when I drink it, but it is my favorite. But she- if there were no consequences, that would be your drink of yeah, choice. Yeah. Or I also like pineapple. I like amaretto pineapple. Yeah. We, Anything we, that tastes we, good. We had a pineapple a under the sea at Spirit Hounds, didn't did. you? Yeah. 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 That was mm-hmm. good. It's very good. She'll be funny because once in a while uh, you'll bring something over and she'll say, "Ooh, I could drink that." Uh-huh. So you brought some of those cola seltzers a while back that are still sitting around, you know? Yeah. They tasted like something you'd feed a kid. It was like, just <laughs> free, <laughs> pure sugar, you know? Yeah. But she's like, I, well, I, I, I could get in this. She does, or when I get those uh, margaritas, you like that uh, one? Yeah. Oh, I could drink. But she's so funny because uh, she'll she'll think she's gonna drink it, so she takes a couple sips and then she'll be like, "Here you go." Yeah. Uh-huh. I could, yeah. But, uh, it's just not your jam. With that being said, mine, uh, I made the mistake of when I was in uh, uh, high school, went to a house party. Uh-huh. And this is back when they used to make the jungle juice right in the tub. You know, oh, sure. And boy. Yeah. Well, Without cleaning the tub yeah, first. Well, yeah. a little so stubble in there. Gross. I'm in there with a red Solo cup just drinking this stuff down because I couldn't taste the booze because the Everclear was so smooth. You know, you're just, it just goes... Smooth. So Everclear with, was, it was so smooth. Well, with the punch and stuff. Right. It was, so I, for, I didn't he know. You just didn't taste it. Holy macaroni! I got home. <laughs> I took my mom's house, you had stairs going down to the basement. I took one step. I didn't take all of them. I took just one to get down. <laughs> I hit the floor at the bottom, and my brother's like, I got to let you go. He's talking to his would be his future wife. He goes, my brother's home, and I don't think he's doing so good. So I'm laying on the floor, so he gets me up, puts me in a chair. And he said, he just, I just sat back in this chair like this, and, and he could tell I was driving it around the room. You know? And he said, he said, the look on your face was like, this is, this is not good. He goes, I could barely got you into the bathroom. I think I was in there for like three hours straight. Oh, just, no. Just throwing up, just throwing up. And so... Uh, and it's probably red. Oh, God, and yeah. And violent. Yeah, b- b- bad, bad. So the, this is what an asshole my brother was the next morning. <laughs> He didn't let me sleep in, you know. Uh-huh. He's like, "Yeah, come on, we're gonna go fishing." What? Well, just what you want to do on a hangar is go f- smell, vi- you know, fish and stuff like that. We're uh, at this lake, and oh god, the motion of the water. I'm looking at it, going, "Oh god!" <laughs> but no, I can't. I can't even, you know. We make our own clue. We used to make our own clue, and we Ooh. used Everclear mm-hmm. to as the booze. But I kind of the same thing. I'd be like, look, 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 look. <laughs> you know, don't, yeah, I can't look at it. Yeah, don't, don't look at it. Don't in the you eye. even talk to me. But Ugh. no. I actually the other I'm, I I want to hear yours as well. I don't know if I have one that I uh, haven't already told them. Michelle, yeah, she's a pro. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, she'll, she'll, I don't hang just because I drink every day. You're perfect. <laughs> um, I um, I did get really drunk that one New Year's Eve. Yeah. Um, we got really really dressed when up. You guys we rented were, a hotel. We rented a hotel. We were uh-huh. right out of high school, maybe uh-huh. nineteen or twenty. Yeah. And we were drinking black velvet. Yeah. That's what got me sick. Mm, the good mm-hmm. stuff, yeah. Uh-uh. No, it's not. <laughs> and I started throwing up in the bathroom. Uh-huh. Never left the bathroom. And then some people were having sex next to me, and it sounded like potato salad, which got me <laughs> oh. even sicker. And then some guy came in and took me off the toilet, put me in the bathtub, and took a shit. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't move <laughs> because I was that drunk. Oh, and finally, Lisa. Shelley called. And this is when Shelley was more responsible than Lisa, which is very, very well. One uh, day, one time. What, I mean, while drinking, I guess I right. should say. And um, she called my mom and <laughs> then um, took no me. No cell phones. No. I called she, your mom from a hotel uh, phone, I think. Yes. And 
um, took me down. The all of the elevators were shut down because somebody had pulled the fire alarm. Oh, geez. so she walked me down and per- pretty much carried me down. Uh, how many like? 27 flights of stairs. It was a lot. And then put me in a care cab and sent me home. All of this wearing a LeMay miniskirt yeah. and high heel nice. shoes from uh, Merry-Go-Round, I think. Yeah. They were python print. Oh. Three-inch heels. Very nice. cool. Uh, I was a lot more fit. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm like, perfect. Yeah. No, I don't I don't know why I wasn't And that's drunk why that I night. don't drink anymore. You <laughs> okay. might have been drinking, but you definitely were not drunk. Oh, yeah. and you turned around for a moment uh-huh. because there were some cute boys, and I can tell you who, like, when Later. Yeah, when okay. they're not listening. But I think that's the reason we had a party was because of cute boys. Well, and we didn't have a place. But these were ones that were older than us uh-huh. that we all had crushes on. Okay. And you stopped to talk to them while we were, like, they were going to go up to their party. Uh-huh. And I took off and went into a wedding reception. <laughs> and you had to, and I ended up going underneath the cake table and falling asleep. This seems like an episode of Friends. I yeah. did. Uh-huh. And then she found me under the cake table and she's like, get up, we have a care cap for you. Because I was like, I just need a nap and stuff. No, so yeah, need oh, a little Lisa. nap. Yeah. Yep. Oh my god. So but yeah. All, all wow. is well that ends well. Before I only called phone. your mom twice. Yeah. When you were hammered. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. that's why I don't drink anymore. There's that. <laughs> my mom gets called, and at fifty three, she gets mad now. You or know, I'm fifty two. Uh, How old am I? <laughs> fifty two. I already told my gross uh, the drunkest story. Uh, I'll recap it quickly, but it was also Everclear, of course. The first time you drink Everclear, you don't know what you're getting right. into. Um, at a house party with cute older boys, yada yada. Well, anyway, my friends were all older than I was, and I don't know if it was Lisa or Sunny who was driving, but dropped me off in front of my parents' house and kind of pushed me out. I rolled on the lawn, and I got up, you know, tried to find the front door and stuff. My mom greeted me at the front door. I have no idea what time it was, but she was in her uh, famous yellow 80s robe. And I like, how'd you know I was home? And she goes, well, I could smell you from the driveway. <laughs> and I, I had just read about all of those um, fraternity hazings and stuff. Where it was the first time I'd ever heard about alcohol poisoning. And then, so, of course, I, I go and get super messed up that weekend. And so I was afraid to go to sleep. And anyway, my mom's like, that's cool. So we're sitting on my bed. All the lights are off so I don't yak. And uh, she's patting my hair and rubbing my hair and everything and just trying to be all gentle and tender. And I'm like, I'm afraid to go to sleep. And um, I'm like, I think I'm going to throw up, but I don't think I can make it to the bathroom. So uh, she gets up and she goes to the kitchen and gets like a bowl for me to throw up in her lap because she's a goddamn Mm. angel and I love her. Nice. Well, this story is purely for Demi's benefit because you guys have heard it 16 times. But uh, anyway, I start going to town. It's all liquid. I'm puking my guts out. It was a colander and not a bowl. Oh, <laughs> so I'm just no. like straining Because her alcohol. mom was drunk too. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh. At that time, she would, she'd like to tip one back now and again, but at that particular night, she not, was over. Oh, like, it was just really dark. It was really oh, yeah. dark. That was the deal. So that was our drink. Too bad you stuff. didn't drink. It wasn't a gold slaughter. She could have been panning for gold. When <laughs> oh, you were yeah. you Good one. Making bracelets. Oh, yes. Popping uh, his Yeah. So that's that's our intro. I do like to say what I do like to drink now is more. Um, I don't really get, drink to get drunk anymore because I don't like it that much. But I like um, working with Demi has been really cool because she's a master mixologist among 800 other things. So she's always experimenting with some fun stuff and she's just got this refined palate. So it, it's cool to be your test dummy. But also I like um, drinking with food just because I love food so much. So I've really gotten into wine a lot more. So, yeah, I'm making my so, little Hello Fresh. I have a glass of wine. Something really nice. fancy, like a Barefoot 2022. 
Yeah. And, Does uh, HelloFresh give you like uh, their suggestions of what kind of barefoot yeah. wine you yeah. should get back for Yellowtail? So, so Shelly went from drinking with Lincoln yeah. from back in the day to drinking with food. That's right. Yeah. Awesome. That's that's a great that's a great story. This Shelley. is what you guys have to look forward to. Perfect. Nice. Perfect. Well, uh, thank you for taking me down that drunken memory lane, <laughs> and we're going to be right back. You guys are. So lucky to have the opportunity to meet this fabulous female of fall, Demi D. Herrera. All right, we'll be right back. Welcome back, witches. We are in the studio today with the inimitable, super foxy, incredibly talented, and multifaceted Demi D. Herrera. Um, I know a little bit about her. I, I still have a lot more to learn. We just only worked together for, what, about three months now? And uh, in kind of wild and woolly circumstances, we opened up a brand new tasting room together in the highlands of Denver um, without knowing each other and with basically... Just like, here you go, you've got three weeks. And she's got a wide and vast knowledge of all spirits, but particularly whiskey. So what is the word that people use? Are you a whiskey expert or a connoisseur? You like actually have a certificate yeah. in it, yes? Uh, so, yeah, in terms of just, it's kind of like having a degree in that sense. So I'm technically a certified bourbon professional. Okay. Um, there's like a whole bunch of different ways to go. Um, and that leads to basically like being a sommelier in whiskey. That's um, a trained tongue because a sommelier is like a, like a classy wine person. Yeah, yeah. that means but like they you're... go through years of training. Yeah, yeah. So let me back up just really fast, please. Um, so when so she's the manager of the Spirit Hounds in North Denver. Yes. How did she get the job? How, did you find her? Did you hire her? Did somebody else? How did that all come I'll let about? you tell that story. We were both kind of headhunted a little bit, I think. Um, Kind of. So I used to be the head mixologist at Stranahan's. Okay. So a really just a great reputation of like a whiskey company. And that tasting room, I think just recently won, or for like the last five years, was rated number one on Yelp for a whiskey bar in all of the U.S. So great wow. reputation. Uh, a really good friend of mine that I'd made at Stranahan's is the master distiller for Mythology, which is the former location that we had, or that the former location of Spearhound. And so she kind of let me know that they're opening up this new location after Mythology was leaving and going to Steamboat. And I just happened to be looking at Indeed. I always just kind of keep my eyes out. And I found this job, and I was like, well, damn, this is way too specific for me not to apply. <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, there's no it. Right. There's dogs, there's spirits. It's in a great neighborhood. Screaming my name. Well, and it was kind of funny, too, because um, she is too diplomatic to say this, but, and I know that they're kicking themselves now. I, I don't care if Stranahan's is mad at me. They're a great company. They make great whiskey and everything else. But she was doing that thing that we all have done before you owned your own business, Lisa and Daryl, where you're doing everything and everybody's letting you do everything, but you don't get the benefits of doing everything. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, well, thank you for coming in, working a 17-hour day and teaching everybody and acting like a manager, but we're not going to give you the title or the money or the 
benefit. And I think, you know, and I'm sure that the people immediately above her, their hands were tight or whatever. It was just um, a very small company that grew into a very large company relatively quickly. And I I think they knew what a powerhouse they had in Demi, but not enough to, um, they didn't have the financial power to to keep her there and luckily their loss is my gate right so um anyway she deserved more absolutely absolutely so and the beautiful news is i think her departure made them change their policies so the person that they got to replace her which you know she's irreplaceable i'm sure but i'm sure they'll do great um they they got the benefits and everything else so she was a little pioneer in that regard and you know hopefully she's taken care of here at spirit hounds as well but the day that we met um i remember we met at the space that wasn't open yet it was under construction it looked like a war zone you we could see a lot of potential and everything uh but our boss brought us there to meet and to offer her the job because i had already accepted my position and uh he brought bought we didn't have a liquor license we didn't have anything and he brought bottles of whiskey to celebrate and then when he offered the job she goes (laughs) uh like she was thinking about it Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh shit it's like he's got champagne chilling in the back you know whiskey and i'm like oh no she's gonna say no it's like a bad proposal but she didn't say no thank goodness and she had to talk to her fiance and be like is this going to be a good fit for us I, did you not think we were going to offer you something or did you it's okay if you had another number in mind or something no. like that yeah it, it's kind of a mix of that so uh, i think that they made the right decision when it came to the job in yeah. general just because the original job was actually shelly and my job combined mm-hmm. and it's one of those ones that even just now i'm like that is absolutely too much for one person. Astronomically impossible for yeah. someone to do. Because mm-hmm. um, you didn't, she- I'm looking at Shelly, sorry, uh-huh. you didn't even know really what your job quite was going to be, right? No, no. And I'll get to how I okay. found out about my thing really quick, but uh, okay, this is yeah. just our meet cute. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, so I was just like, and they were really, it was really confusing because it was, it was like a three week long, three and a half week long process. And I felt so bad because at Stranahan's I had, I just launched a new menu and like three new ideas on the menu. And I'm like secretly interviewing behind this. And I'm like, I can't tell anybody, even though everyone's my best friend. I was like, oh man, I'm just (laughs) harboring this deep secret. And it was one of those things, like I knew it was the right choice. I knew this is something I wanted, but it was one of those things that I was like, uh, it's okay. I'm okay. And I just wanted to make like sure that it was cheating. right. Yeah. And I remember even when, because you guys were trying to offer like a celebratory shot, I was shaking so bad I dropped it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I God. don't remember that. Oh, I dropped it on the floor and I spilled whiskey everywhere. It's like my first impression. <laughs> I was like, like, oh, my God, they think I'm a chump. No, <laughs> definitely not. I just can't even so hold her whiskey. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. Yeah. Like, we need to review this resume. Uh. <laughs> no, I was just thrilled about it, especially when I found out uh, all the things that she is great at. And uh, I think we're a really good team because, so my position is she runs the Denver tasting room, Amanda runs the Lions tasting room, and then I'm kind of o- overlook the retail of both. And uh, she's just way more creative than I am. She knows the product really well, all of that other stuff. And I guess I, I might know, you know, personnel, HR stuff a little bit more. And just, uh, we, we both have started companies and, and dealt with crazy people and certainly spirits and <laughs> hospitality all day long. But um, her strengths are my weaknesses and, and I don't know that she has any. But anyway, yeah, when I the way I got the job was my 
um, hairdresser does Abby's hair, who is another one of our bosses. So, and I had just lost my job in April. Um, we went out of business, and uh, she's like, you know, I, I know these people that are opening up a new tasting room. And when she told me it was Spirit Hounds, I have a Spirit Hounds hat from 12 years ago that I got at a convention in Chicago. I thought the product was spectacular. I love their brand. And I think that that's impossible. And so I was literally in the unemployment line because the unemployment people were screwing with my benefits. <laughs> uh-huh. And I mean, it sounds like an old... You know, it, it just sounds like a cliche. But I'm in the unemployment line, and it, it was one of those things. It's like, come between 9 and 11, and if we don't call you, just wait till we get back at 1, And but you have to keep in the same line order. Or, oh, you, yeah. or we won't see you till next Tuesday. And so I'm waiting there with a bunch of insane people, and <laughs> uh, and my phone rings, and they're like, do you want to interview with these spirit hound people? I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. Bye, suckers. <laughs> so you didn't even get your benefits figured out? You just walked No, away. I did get my oh. benefits figured out. Because, <laughs> like, like she said, just walked out of line. well, we didn't know what was going on then, but there's so much uh, paperwork with starting a new place, mm-hmm. and, you know, everybody's so busy, and they, they didn't really have enough people to do the grandiose projects that they're doing right now. They're expanding one place and opening up a brand new one. At, you know, an hour away, 50 miles away, and not that many people to do it. Well, while they're doing all of that, we're interviewing, second interviewing, third interviewing, maybe once every two weeks or something. So they're they're trying to hire people while they're trying not to set Rome on fire, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's pants. And now we know all of that now, and we're here to help, and it, it's fine, and it's great. But um, anyway, that's enough about the Spirit Hounds thing, but that's kind of how we came to become friends. And... At Stranahan's, where, okay, first of all, she's a film major, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, photography, creative, graphic design, all of that stuff, she's fucking spectacular at. So not only is she managing and running Stranahan's while she's becoming a whiskey or bourbon certified expert, but you're also doing all their marketing and media? Is that correct? Or uh, were you helping with that? Now? Or like with Stranahan's? Yeah. Um, it was kind of so they primarily the job like as head mixologist so Mm -hmm. they have like national campaigns they do all these other things um you know social media posts collaborations different menus so as i'm kind of basically i was working about 30 hours a week in the bar Mm -hmm. running the bar actually bartending but then all in my spare time i'm creating probably like 10 to 20 recipes a month for all of these different specific like cocktail classes uh gala events or like private dinners or um i don't know some promotional company wants to feature a specific whiskey and so they want a cocktail that's with hot cocoa or we're doing a collaboration with a certain bitters company so creating those cocktails so it was just constantly churning out a bunch of recipes and trying to be creative and take like photos and like do a bunch of stuff with that as well and you can't just like throw like say oh i like all of these 10 things for instance like for our fall menu and stuff you have to have at least one with every spirit you know and have a savory and a sweet and this and that and have a balanced menu so you're, you're trying to please everybody all the time and make them look gorgeous so that so um backing up on that whole thing did the spirit hounds menu that you guys have now was that all you no i think doing this helped me realize a lot of like feeling an ownership of your own menu mm-hmm. is so important and when you love something a lot of people you know it's your baby and you're proud of it and like it's 
going to be the biggest seller because you can sell it. So I think having a collaborative menu with a bunch of like all of the other bartenders because our bartenders are so talented oh, cool. and have so many good ideas. And sometimes I even feel like a little jaded because I've done so many where I just love the creativity. So I always um, with any every menu, I bring everybody to the table and I say, what do you have? What do you guys like the most? What's going on? Like, let's see how we can create balance. And I take all of that feedback and then I just kind of balance it and then um, figure out one obviously the cost and make sure it's feasible it's something that we can do in a mass amount and um, and then just simplify it or just make it make sure that we have all the assets to do it and the storage you know yeah. you're like oh that one takes so <clears throat> much dried buffalo we just don't have right. enough room for the <laughs> buffalo I, I really miss the buffalo drinks <laughs> yeah nobody hardly has those anymore I don't know where that came from <laughs> but uh, yeah she got me sold on this crazy thing I never heard of before and now one of them is on our mes menu can you tell them about the whole fat wash deal yeah fat washing mm. is it's one of those really it's just a fun thing it's like for a while it was one of those super trendy mixologists I always sometimes hate the word mixologist because it Set, comes with an air of like uh, arrogance, right? Um, you're right. just like you always think about that snooty bartender True. with like his hair tied back yeah. and like yeah. apron yeah. that yeah. makes you he makes you feel like shit for ordering an old fashioned. Right. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so fat washing any spirit. So what it does is like obviously includes fat into it, but it's kind of like so once you move from just like your gin and tonic, or you move from basic cocktails, the next element that elevates or cocktails are going to be things and the main thing is going to be texture okay. so it's going to create this kind of like velvety smooth texture but there's a lot of different fats that people don't realize that you can use uh things like um an avocado fat washed margarita mm. is oh, wow. almost creamy and has this really great textural feel that just enhances your experience oh, wow. and so uh, one of our really good and really great bartenders that we have there works for R&R, &R, which is um, kind of a Texas-Mexican Texas fusion. Um, and he brought... It's a food truck, right? Yeah, food yeah. truck. Mm -hmm. And he brought in a gallon of brisket fat, and he's like, I want to do something with this. And we're just like, let's oh, wow. do it. So we have... That's crazy. Wow. So what is what is the drink? So it's called the Brisky Old Fashioned, where we uh, do a fat wash with whiskey. Basically, you integrate this like melted fat into it. Then you freeze it and take all those thicker particles out, and it just creates this really nice velvety texture. And anytime you have any, you know, savory, like same thing as like whenever I say you have like lemons, right? You right. make lemonade. You have yeah. to balance the savory with sweet. It's mm -hmm. all about kind of a balance of cocktails and so we balanced it with like a maple syrup simple syrup and some i forgot what the bitters were honestly i think that was an orange bitters in that one maybe i think so oh it's so lovely it just tastes like fall it's so good and you it it doesn't taste like brisket i mean it it just adds <laughs> well, it, it just adds a, a girthy element it's huh. just it's lovely That's so when it's gone is it gone then the fat? I, well, the drink. Like, are you getting... Oh, there's like, no remnants. No. I mean, like... Uh, what? No, what I mean is... Is it something you, you would keep making over yeah, and over? Do you, does or he have to bring you, you more fat? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's so flavorful. They slow brisket. Like, the process mm -hmm. of, you know, 
brisket is mm-hmm. like just so savory and those fat drippings are so savory a gallon of that will last us a year okay oh, that's wow. yeah uh, was, and yes. it's kind of funny that was a good to question. go back to the avocado deal we used to have a friend that owned a restaurant that that was their it was an avocado themed restaurant uh-huh. and they had avocado sherbet and it was to yeah. die for oh, but when a- you said avocado in a drink i kind of was like i'm in let's yeah. go Let, let's let's go for that yeah nice that's awesome but that's very god just it's it's a science I mean, so you have a degree in science, too, in a sense, like, you know, because you got to figure out how to make this work right, you know, otherwise you could have fat floating on your tree. Exactly. <laughs> so, no, no that's, that, is, that is awesome. What's that? Was like, what's wrong, wrong with that? that? <laughs> I think, did you make up the drink that uh, Lisa likes, the Talk Dirty to Me? Yes. Yeah. Okay, what's in that again? There's chai. So you have a chai-infused vodka, um, heavy whipping cream. Uh, Cafe Colorado, which is a coffee liqueur, mm-hmm. and black oh. walnut bitters. And yes, that, that uh, liqueur of yours, guys, the, oh man, that's good. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. so, so good. <laughs> uh, we're going to start doing a yappy hour. So it'll be like <laughs> we're thinking three to six, Monday through Thursday or something. Um, do the $12 cocktails for $8. So Ooh. come on down, you can have an extra one. Nice. Oh. Have a little talk to me. And she makes, you guys go to Starbucks, right? Right. You get the pup cups. Oh, yeah, she's making homemade pup cups, so yes. you get a free pup cup for the for the doggos. What kind of um, whipping cream was we found out was it's healthy for dogs? Cream. Coconut oh, cream yeah, was fine a lot for of the doggos. Can't handle lactose. Right. It's not good on their tummy. So a coconut cream through the seltzer or the whipped cream canister does the trick. Yeah, well, I can't I think of the did. one that me and Paul were drinking. Was the under the sea? Ooh, pineapple yeah. under the sea yeah. with the rum. So what was funny, Paul, our our tech witch. He's a beer guy. I'm a beer guy too, but I like I like whiskeys and stuff like that. And you know, I can do other stuff. He he, that's not his gig. So, when you guys did your soft opening that we got invited to, yeah. stuff, he goes, "Well, I, I probably won't drink," but you know, so so we had those. Well, he goes, "This almost tastes like an IPA beer." So he a <laughs> little, little bit later, I look, I'm looking. I was outside. I was outside talking to your dad, and I look in at Paul. I can see he's kind of glossy, like doing one of these. And I I started laughing. And Lisa goes, "We got to get Paul home." <laughs> I love that. That's part of the challenge, I think, and we see this with a lot of the bartenders and lions and some of your staff as well. Uh, people come in with very solid liquor opinions mm-hmm. and just like, I just can't do gin because every gin they had is really perfumey or piney or whatever. And so it's like, try ours, you mm-hmm. know, and, and we love to convert people because it's so smooth and so flavorful and so local and natural and all that other stuff. So it's fun with the Paul story. It's just like, yeah, you think you won't be into it, but right. well, uh, give it a minute. Yeah, it was funny. And then uh, Dan, Dan Ty, uh-huh. he, I didn't know he was that big of a whiskey guy. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, my God. He goes, this is delicious. He was sitting there. He was having a good old time with it, you know. And he's like, oh, man, I don't know which one I want. And I, know. I was like, this is, this is, there's too much to choose that's from. It is hard flight. to pick. Yes, that's, that's right. That's, yeah, all those flights. Yeah, yeah. get the flights, yeah. the guided tastings. Um, so before we get to, I have some questions about your, your partner and romance and all that <laughs> other stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you mentioned it, Daryl. Why don't you tell our listeners how you and Demi know each other, how you have a connection? Oh, yeah, it's kind of funny. Uh, my, uh, my daughter, Christine, and her are good friends. And then I was out talking to her dad. And we got to chit-chatting, and he kind of grew up around in the area, and then he goes, where'd you grow up? And I said, well, I grew up down here, but I, I ended up going to Westminster High School. And he goes, oh, hey, my cousin, do you know such and such person, Brian? And I go, yeah, we're, I know him. He goes, small world, huh? So, yeah. But uh, that, how cool is that? You yes. Who would have thought? But yeah, Christina was all because we the one, the first night we went down there, we posted pictures and everything. She goes, hey, my friends work there, and I'm like, well, cool. Love that. <laughs> About the same age, early thirties. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 
Yeah, I you would just say Denver is the most incestuous city. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like nobody leaves. Yeah. Well, and everybody knows each other yeah. in some context. As long mm-hmm. as you're like, it can go either way. Whether you're a good person or a bad person, like someone's gonna know who you are. Uh huh. Well, yeah. Watch what our, you're wearing. <laughs> our goofball son, him, huh? That kid pops around everywhere. Yes. I mean, everywhere we go, somebody will know him. I like, love that. Hey, Brett. You know, because he's a downtowner. He, well, he used well, to be. And now, now he's a, a soccer now coach. Now he's, he's a father and a soccer <laughs> coach. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which he didn't apply for, but yeah. <laughs> but I know. Okay, so there's that uh, connection with them. So, Demi is due to be married next year. You were going to get married next month. Yes? Yeah. Will you tell our listeners about your, well, A, about your partner, Jacob, who's lovely, but also about your epic engagement? Oh, Okay. Um, yeah, so Jacob and I actually met on Tinder, which is like, it's always like one of those, it's like, I think it's silly to, it's used to be such a taboo thing to find someone online. It's the norm now, right? Swipe right on somebody, but (laughs) apparently, uh... I had swiped left on him quite a few times, and it Uh-oh. wasn't until he actually paid for the super swipe that I actually <laughs> paid attention. So I guess their marketing strategy, like, oh, they know funny. what they're doing. Um, oh. But it was really cute because we met in the middle of COVID, and it was at the time when it was like the dead of winter, and you could only sit outside to drink, and there's limited seating. So we show up in like our coats, and we're all bundled up outside. <laughs> And he was already sitting there, and he's like, "Oh, I can order a drink." And I'm like, "No, you know, Did safety." You have masks on. We should have. <laughs> I think I'm gonna say yes. So you really it. liked his eyes. <laughs> I mean, outside we didn't need it, right. but um, and it was cute because he already had been sitting down and had his drink, and I went in and ordered what I always ordered, which is a PBR and a shot of whiskey. Mm-hmm. That's just my go-to. Uh, my kind and, of gal. And we like walk out, and I I'm sitting there with my PBR, and I'm like have it in hand with my whiskey. And I meet eyes with him outside, and he's sitting there with a PBR and a whiskey in his hand. Uh, I was like, oh, this is going really well. Yeah. <laughs> Wait <laughs> <And> a minute. <laughs> so we sat outside and talked for six and a half hours oh my out God. in the cold. Just totally, just it just vibed, and it just worked. So that worked really well. And then... Love that. I think it was about an, a year and a half later, he, we went on a vacation to Hawaii. Oh, and it was for my birthday, so that's why it's almost a year since then. And so we went, uh, unfortunately, like I'm saying unfortunately now because we went to Maui no. and uh, stayed in Kihei, which unfortunately doesn't exist anymore, mm-hmm. which is nice that we were able to share those and have those special moments. But we drove out on this road. It's called the Road to Hana, which is like the scare. I have severe like mountain driving anxiety welcome to my world oh my gosh yeah i was in a bad crash when i was like 18 i was like nope ain't doing it yeah and i live in colorado right Right. (laughs) and you just drove to evergreen saturday that was so sweet of you yeah no i got it and almost got attacked by a damn elk (laughs) 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 one more phobia for the poor kid Uh, and so yeah we drove seven and a half hours through the jungle to this little town of hana where uh, like it was very touristy so there's like a bunch of waterfalls and coves and everything and i guess he was trying to find the right moment and it wasn't until we ended up in hana that he's like uh there's this thing called like a beach black sand beach let's go and i was like okay all right and so we like hiked and we're like sweaty and gross and like i taste salt everywhere (laughs) and dirt like it's gross 
and we show up to this private little cove that we it was just us and then he asked me to marry him and I'm like shaking so bad I was like take the ring back I'm gonna drop it oh. and, and then I dropped it oh. just, uh, but I did drop the ring back into the ocean and luckily it came back up and floated oh but. my god <laughs> Well, one thing we have learned about this girl, she has the drops. She has the drops <laughs> when she gets nervous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of your shaking hands, uh, when I first met her, she was showing me all these um, photos and ads and posts and stuff that she had done for Strana Hands and that she was doing now for Spirit Hands. And uh, I'm like, wow, you know, that's, that's a really good shot. And she's like, I have beautiful hands. But she really does. She has beautiful yeah. hands. But they were beautifully manicured and this and that. And I'm like, who's your hand model? And she's like, me. <laughs> But they were great. And so you decided to postpone your wedding because we were so busy with all this other stuff. But it sounds like all of your friends are stepping up to basically provide you a service industry gratis free wedding yeah. or low cost. Yeah. I think it just comes from like, so I grew up in the wedding industry. My parents met at a bakery called Child's Pastry Shop. They grew to own and buy the company. Oh, and my yeah. dad was like one of the top cake decorators in Denver. He could have lied about it, but that's what I was led to believe. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, he was actually so talented. And so my whole childhood was spent weekends going up to the mountains delivering cakes um, and doing all of that. So I just like the wedding industry was just so natural. So being a photographer, um, and in, especially in Colorado, the wedding industry, I think that there the, there is a fact that over 26,000 weddings a year wow. happen in Colorado. Wow. And, you know, they just love to price gauge that. So being a wedding photographer, it comes with a high price tag, but high consequences. So I started doing wedding photography, interning with like a bunch of like really great photographers, really high-end photographers, and just building that rapport year after year after year. Even just like, I didn't even expect to get married. I never planned it. I was always the person that's like, I'm going to do my own thing. But um, <laughs> Sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> I think we raised a daughter that's yeah. yeah. in that same spirit. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's so it worked out. Like, So my wedding cake is going to be taken care of, for, obviously, for my dad. Um, photos are from friends, like in the venues, and just being, you know, it's, being a good person pays off, and being mm -hmm. kind and giving yeah. favors. Absolutely. Yeah. And Something you got a florist, too, right, that's <laughs> donating flowers, or at least the labor? Yeah, we're trying to figure it out. Uh, unfortunately, my dad's partner passed away, I think it was last year, and she was, and her family are brilliant botanists, and they created this special strain of Dahlia just for her. So I want to incorporate that into the bouquet and have this. And Dahlia's just happened to be my favorite flower. Oh. So we're going to incorporate this beautiful flower into it. And it's just like, and I think that's the best part about weddings. And it sounds so cheesy and cliche, but when everybody comes together to build and just create this together, yes. it becomes less of an isolatory, like, oh, let's celebrate me. Which I'm more than happy to do. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it becomes, it feels like everybody's a part of it. And it just, yeah. you just feel so loved. That's, yes, that's, that's pretty much how our wedding was, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they did, they made the bouquets, or the centerpieces and everything. And, and we got, like, our music was free. Our cake was free because Deb made the cake. Yeah. Uh, all kinds of, our food, almost she the did our food. Did our food, yeah. too. So it was the same yeah. ideas. And you're right. And it took a lot off of Lisa that she didn't have to plan as much because, silly me, I came home from uh, uh, Arizona. I went to a wedding out in Arizona. I came home and I said, I want to get married. We had never talked about marriage because I told her I'd been married before. I said, you know, I like our situation now. I got home. I said, I want to get married. And she goes, when? I go, I want to get married 4th of July. And, <laughs> and she that goes, was the, it, four months. And she <laughs> oh goes, so gosh. we have four months to plan this wedding. Mm -hmm. 
it came together was probably one of my most one of my most favorite weddings. To date. <laughs> I don't know my next one. My who knows? But <laughs> no, me and Lisa have uh, tied the knot twice. We renewed oh, our. Yeah. I love that. We renewed our vows uh, at, at, at the Blake Street. Yep, that's yeah. right. Our, and they just celebrated their 25th this year. Our 10 year, yes. Yeah. So we've been oh, together. I yeah. love that. It was so. really cute. That was a fun wedding. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, it kind of is hard to beat when you walk outside after doing the vows and having the cake and doing the thing, and then there's fireworks. You're like, for me? Well, for America. <laughs> that was so nice of them to do that for right. us. Yeah. So they, uh, at their wedding, Demi, they had... Um, I was the maid of honor, and his best friend was the um, best what man. do they call best him? That's the best, best dude. Best yeah. And um, we smeared the cake on each other. Oh, that's right. Fine. Yeah. yeah. No, no, we no Lisa and Daryl smeared, smeared the cake on us. We got them, and then my buddy John goes, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, I ain't having it." So he. No, it was Shelly. Shelly got me, and John uh, got you. No, that's what? not what happened at all. So we. Uh, <laughs> See, it was my favorite wedding. Yes. <laughs> so we took the cake. And instead Lisa of putting each other's faces, we, we went, went like over this. each other's shoulders. Uh, I got John, Daryl got Shelly and stuff. And then Shelly turned around, grabbed the cake, took a big old swipe of it, threw it in Daryl's face. And John had it all over his face. And then we were, everybody was like, let's take a picture, let's take a picture. And I was the only one unscathed. Yes, nobody for had the heart to do it to the bride. So, right, yeah. Yeah. Until John grabbed me. And, and then leaned me down and gave me a like, like kiss a cake. Oh, kiss. that's so cute! <laughs> like full, but his face was all full of cake, so it ended up like I had cake, and then it was like okay and stuff. So, we'll have yeah. to post some okay. of those pictures. Yeah, that but was I didn't know. My point was, did you have a cake plan? Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> with your dad's beautiful cake. Well, I feel bad because like we were like consider. I was like, I don't need a cake, like whatever. And I was like, oh shit, that's like blasphemous in our and family. So. Oh yeah, um, I kind of gave him just free reign. Lovely. Oh, and cool. said, do it. Just, what are your colors? Uh, black, gold, and green. Ooh, oh, that was pretty. We were really, really close to that, too. Ours, ours burgundy, were, black, and gold. Yeah, yeah, sorry. It was going to be, no, it was burgundy, white, and gold. It was going to be black, but we changed it to white because it was on the 4th of July. 4th of July. Yeah. yeah. And so it was going to be too hot, but I totally wanted it. It's kind of creamy. Yes. Oh, that's going to be gorgeous. Yeah. Now, I've heard of the black dahlia. What color are dahlias typically your favorite flower? They can be anything. They're just as beautiful, just big lustrous flower um i've seen them like some really gorgeous ones that are like just a deep blood red or white or yellow or orange you can kind of especially you know when you're messing with plant genetics and everything you can make some crazy stuff awesome well i won't do the mistake of having you talk on air to our dozens of listeners about your dress but uh, you were telling the good witch and nope that's me the bad witch and the man witch (laughs) earlier about your uh your dj Oh, Can yeah. you tell us your plan? Well, we were trying to figure out just something that was meaningful to us and something that we both cared about a lot, which is music. Uh, we were both like emo kids back in the day. We also just he like I didn't even describe Jacob. He's in. Uh, he'll hate that I'm mentioning this, but he <laughs> is like a scream like vocalist in like a death metal band. No, nice. yeah, no. <laughs> it's called uh, Everyone Go Listen to Gortrocity. Okay. Um, he's starting a new one, but and he's so shy about it, but he does these like gutturals, like just dark metal music, That's and awesome. like he will never tell anybody. But what we're doing is, so we uh, hired a DJ and we found our venue, which is called ESP Hi-Fi in uh, the Santa Fe Arts District, and the whole place is uh, like Japandi style architecture, and it's acoustically designed to enhance and play vinyl. So every paycheck or 
at least once a month, him and I like buy a vinyl that we like and we're adding it to our collection. And so for our wedding, all the way building up, we're building our entire wedding collection. Love and that. so that's kind of our that wedding is gift so to our cool. Yeah, so that's our yeah. gift to ourselves. No, that, yeah, that's what that's and really so cool. custom and personal. That's mm-hmm. really cool. That's going to be a great experience. Uh, when am I going? Uh, <laughs> April? I, I, I know. I was like, uh, so. No. So. Um, well, oh, that's the good blast. thing. You won't have the little duck thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, duck, we, yeah. We, had, we did the same thing. We had a list of all the music that we wanted to play. Mm-hmm. And the DJ starts playing wedding, you know, the cliche stuff. And I didn't want none of that hokey Mm-mm. pokey uh-uh. crap. So I go up, I go, dude, I gave you a list. It's right here. He goes, but I do these weddings. And, you know, uh-huh. and I go, no. I go, do not do this again. And I said, in fact... Throw some Tupac on right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've shot over 120 weddings, and I swear to God, if I hear Bruno Mars one more time, I'm just going to lose it. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I'll divorce you myself. Like, please don't ever play that at our wedding. (laughs) Yeah. Well, speaking of LPs, so her birthday is September 10th, and I just celebrated mine on the 25th, and she came up to Evergreen for the birthday party and was so thoughtful and sweet. I'm wearing the necklace that you gave me. It's very thoughtful and cute. Who knew that? I go, how did you know that I like rainbows? And she goes, you've been wearing that bracelet for three months. That's Aww. all. Yeah. That's white now. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. There's no more bow. Yeah. But I mean, just uh, thoughtful and observing and in a time of kind of great stress, I thought that was really sweet. But then I was doing uh, like hand-picked inventory one day. I'm literally just hand counting all of these t-shirts. So I had a, this baseline to start from scratch and whatever. And I was in there in the cage, they got the merch cage or whatever for like three hours. And I was listening to uh, Danny Elfman Pandora. So for my birthday, she brings up it, it's a double LP, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Ooh, wow. uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas That's soundtrack. Amazing. I just thought that was the sweetest thing. She's like a little mini Lisa, just so thoughtful Aww. and tender of my heart. Aww. And uh, I thought that was really cool. That's but, a really good compliment. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you were like Lisa when I liked her. Right. Uh, no, but we've been talking a lot. Do you guys want to take a break before the next part, or I, yeah, I I've got a little kind of before the witch, what you talking about thing, a little uh, game that Demi and I are going to play for you guys. Witches. I hope you guys have been enjoying uh, listening to our good friend Demi D. Herrera. Uh, witches, we have presented for you, Demi and I, and by that I mean 
completely just Demi, uh, something that she's really good at. And we decided to put it in this format instead of the interview format because she has so many interests and so many crazy stories and there's so many things about her that we don't know. We decided to play Two Truths and a Lie. Are you guys familiar with that format? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. It, they do it on uh, Fallon. Fallon. Yep. Yep. Yes, All yes. right. So you just knock yourself out, sister, whenever you're ready. Okay. I wrote an entire page. That's what, <laughs> so I don't know how often, how much you want to go through, but. Um, I'll tell you when I'm sick of it. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we'll start with the first three. So first one is I once ran over seven otters in a giant RV on my way to film a documentary in Alaska. Two is I've been struck by lightning. And three is one time when I was little, an escalator ate my shoelace and sucked my shoe off my feet, and now I'm terrified of escalators. Ooh. Uh, can I pick? God. Oh, I think we all are supposed yeah, to. Yeah, we, we all pick. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, but I was going to go first. You, you go, go first. first. I, I don't think you were struck by lightning. That's. Mm. I was. No! <laughs> I was, I, why, why did I find the otter thing so much more believable? <laughs> I was going to say the shoestring thing. Cause I'm going to say the shoestring thing, too, because the otter thing seems too unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> so but, I did run over seven otters in an uh, RV. <laughs> oh, and are you wanted? It? No. So so we were filming this documentary, and we had an entire, entire trailer, and we're in this massive beast of an RV, and we're holding, like, probably like $500,000 or probably a million dollars worth of film equipment in the back. And when you're hauling down those highways in Alaska, you can't hit the brakes. Mm -hmm. right. And I remember we were, I was like taking a nap in the front seat and I was telling my boss and he's like, yeah, there's so much wildlife in Alaska. I'll wake you up when I see them. And oh. so I'm asleep and he like shakes me awake. He's like, Demi, look, otters and i was like oh, oh. No. and then we're like no 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 and then this whole family of otters across the street and we just hear i think we killed like seven otters oh, oh no. no did you stop and grill them no. no i did have the best steak of my life out there which is a moose steak <laughs> Ooh. so i think the most important question is what was the documentary about um so we we were shooting two different things so the main thing that I was working on is uh, I was working for a company where we were shooting documentary footage for the United Way of Tanana Valley. So it was like going to a lot of like food banks and getting and like we went to the North Pole, which wow. is an entire town that's like they the, like literally the mayor Nate like changes his name to Chris Kringle. Oh, yeah, and we filmed the parade. So it wasn't about otter safety. No, no. What, I, what I was going to say, but Good so way. when you got to the North Pole, it's Santa saying, we, you got some explaining to do here. It's like, you've been real bad, man. <laughs> we were so bad at you, we are going to strike you with lightning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when did that happen? Um, oh, gosh, that happened about six or eight years ago. Yeah? Wow. Yeah. We know it wasn't even number. But so did it fry enough of your brain cells it won't do odd numbers? Oh no! <laughs> it was just between that time frame. There was a lot of they blacked out for a lot of that one. Where were you struck by lightning? Where on your body and where in the world? Um, so I was riding my bike through a cemetery because I used to like to do that uh -huh. all the time. Emo and people stuff, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, you know how that goes. And yeah. I remember uh, I was about sixteen, I think, at the time, and my mom was like a few, like several feet ahead of me. And I was riding my bike, and then it literally, it's its such a weird feeling, but you just feel 
doom all of a sudden you're just like oh shit and then like my hair i remember all the hairs on my arm like went up and my hair started going up and it struck a transformer that was probably about i don't know like 15 20 feet away and it like launched me off my bike and i remember i didn't have any feelings in my like fingers or toes for like a couple hours after that but i was fine i think my bike grounded me yeah did your mom feel it too she she felt it a little bit but it's like it knocked me off my bike wow and yeah, she's like, oh, it wasn't that bad. I was like, mom, my hair was like up here. <laughs> oh, she's over there dusting you off. Girl, yeah. right. But the I thing look like Einstein. The thing that scares me, though, is that there's like this weird, like, could be totally made up, like, this weird statistic online that says people who've been struck by lightning once have like, like Some a kind of 50% chance of getting struck that. again. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think it's just because that's idiots who don't know how not to get out of a storm. <laughs> you know, but... <laughs> yeah. Needless to say, she doesn't golf outside uh, when it's written. Like, no, I don't play that shit either. Yep. Interesting. That's, that's just crazy. Be something magnetic about you. That's but, wild. So, the way that I kind of organize this two truths and a lie is all of them... Even the lies have some truth to it. So, like, the escalator with the shoelace. Mm -hmm. um, I was terrified of escalators as a kid because my grandpa told me a story where he saw a lady's hair get caught in an escalator and she got scalped. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, no. Grandpa, don't tell us that story. A really morbid family. (laughs) Jeez. Wow. Alrighty, let's let's have another round. Yeah. Okay, so the next one is... uh, This one you might be able to get really quickly, but it's I'm a certified whiskey wizard, and when I passed my first test, I received a gigantic gold medal. Uh, two, I've never seen a firefly. And three, I started an all-girl reality TV show when I was 21 that filmed for six months and was canceled. I'm going to go with the firefly. Um, yeah, me too. Number one. You, it's true. We're going but, with the lie. Oh, the lie. Okay. Um, the lie. We well, have no, to explain she, the rules you, every Brian, time. <laughs> she, wasn't, she was a firefly. <laughs> at one what? time when she got struck by lightning <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's true that yeah. is true so but no okay but she said she was a city girl so i'm guessing maybe she's never seen a firefly mm. yeah okay so the lie is the whiskey wizard oh. what oh. so there's so it was just kind of a play out the certification <laughs> so there's two routes that you can kind of do to become like a whiskey master one is the council of whiskey masters but the cooler one which i should have done is the whiskey wizards and when you do complete that program you get this massive obnoxious and you get to be a wizard big old whiskey bottle I wish I think a wand is your whiskey well and I hope that you're not bringing this up in one of the other ones but that would have been kind of perfect because you're also a Dungeons and Dragons player yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. whiskey wizard D&D what was the third one on that one uh, I started an all-girl reality TV yeah, show. Let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah, so, obviously, so, um, I know that your last guest that you had was in Hollywood and everything. I also have a degree in, like, film intelligent yeah. television. Uh, my degree's in cinematography and directing. And, um, I remember, like, I've always been really social media savvy, and I, like, I post everything on social media. I'm... I'm not afraid to be stupid. Right. Obviously, I'm not like I've posted some incriminating things; those are all gone. But um, I remember I got approached by this um, this guy. His name is Jeremiah, and he reached out to me and he's like, "Hey, we're casting for this reality TV show." you should come. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like, we're good. And he's like, hey, it's an open bar. I was like, oh, I'm going to be there. We're like, oh, I'm be there. <laughs> twist in the arm there. Yeah, and so it was like this big, long process. And I got canceled because of, I think, some sponsorship issues. But 
Um, they were trying to, I think it, at the time, it was tra- probably trying to be like a Jersey Shore or like uh-huh. something. But, uh, and like, they used to have premieres every other week of like these trailers, but we filmed for like six months straight. What was it called? Oh, God, Mile High Social, oh, I wow. want to say. Did you have to live in a house? Or? No, it, they followed us. It okay. was just like my whole life was dictated. Like, if I wanted to make a phone call, if I wanted to go out, or like, obviously, like, twice a week I had to go to certain bars, and we had to interact with these two other girls, and oh, like, try to do everything. I think they wanted more drama, but I, I like, <laughs> and I realized that I think I was, like, the fool in that reality show, because, oh, no. like... I remember, because I, sometimes I just get so in my head, I had so much anxiety that they, like, I remember one time they asked me to make a phone call, and I just, like, my brain shut down so bad that after, like, I had made the phone call, the producer looked at me, and he's like, that's the worst phone call I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. And, Hello? But, like, you know, like, being 21 and having, like, a film crew follow you around and just, like, being like, okay, like, I don't that care. So it's just not natural. Yeah, yeah. it's just shameless. Oh, those are great. That's amazing. One or two more? Let's yeah. see what you got. God, These I, are awesome. I have so many. I knew yours would be good. <laughs> okay, so... Um, okay, this is a good one. Uh, number one is, I once bought an illegal taxidermy jaguar's paw off a vendor at the Denver flea market. Two is, I had to buy $500 worth of Rocky Mountain oysters for Katy Perry while working on the set of American Idol. Or three, I spent three weeks filming and working next to lions and tigers and wolves and bears um, in a campaign that won an Emmy. Oh, my. Get it? I said, oh, my. <laughs> lions and tigers and bears. I'm, I'm going to say number one is the lie. What do you I guys think? I think the Katy Perry the, thing the is number a lie. two. Yeah. Uh, so number one's a lie, oh. but I was offered a Jaguar's paw. Oh. <laughs> I didn't. The only difference is I didn't buy it. Did you know it was illegal? Oh, they're super illegal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like, didn't know. Like, so been like, I used a to Jaguar's paw. I'd be like, okay, thanks. Where, didn't we see a guy at the flea market that had a rhino's horn? I think so. And yeah. that's highly illegal, too. And yeah. I'm like, you yeah, know, no, guys. Don't do it. You yeah. can't do that. Yeah. So yeah. we bought it and sold it for more. <laughs> there was, yeah. There, no. Every weekend for an entire summer, just as a side hustle, I used to buy and sell taxidermy and, like, antiques. And I just would trade them with people. Oh, fun. And but yeah, he did offer me an illegal, like an illegal jaguar's paw, oh, and wow. I did not buy it. Okay, Good so for then you. We need to talk about the truth. What? <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. That's an unfair advantage. You told me that at the saloon. Uh huh. I did tell you that one. Yeah, because they were serving Rocky Mountain oysters. So and I yeah. Took. So um, I was I got, mm. a production mm. assistant on American Idol for when they film in Denver. And at one point, I was kind of just the the runner for like the for Katy Perry, and I think it was Lionel Richie, and then the country guy, Luke Bryant, Luke uh, Blake Shelton, Blake no, Shelton. No, no. It was Luke, it was Luke is it Luke? Bryan, I, I feel I bad. Right? I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. She was impressed. I remember <laughs> Katy Perry was just so dead. This is this isn't the first time I've met her too. I used to, I once hung out with her when she was on her first tour at Warp Tour in Denver, um, before she'd even gotten big. And I remember hanging out with her, and I like I still say that she's the most annoying person I've ever met. In my entire really? life. Oh. Okay. is it the churchy thing that she came it's from just, a sheltered environment? The or? person, the commanding personality that you have mm. to be the most interesting person in the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why she can't keep a guy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, but yeah, so she was she found somebody on the set had told her about Rocky Mountain oysters, and so she was so dead set on finding Rocky Mountain oysters that she sent me out. 
and I had to go to like six different restaurants to see if I can find enough bull balls to feed <laughs> the entire set. I love this wow. story. This is, this is the best. Oh my good god! And it took me about six hours, but I got them. And then I remember she just showed up. She like took a nibble. She's like, "Oh." And then just walked off, and I was like, "You made me spend all day <laughs> chasing like, balls, uh, chasing all day balls. for you." Oh my god! Wow. And one little nibble, Katie. Once again, that's why you can't keep a guy. <laughs> you, what was the other one? And then, yeah. So, and like a, in a campaign or a company that I worked for, I spent about three weeks at the wildlife sanctuary filming lions and bears and wolves and tigers oh, fun. and um, bobcats and getting up really close to them. And it was really, really a really cool experience because, like, I remember even staying overnight and like the lions' roars in the mornings uh, to like it's like a cool. like a rooster. Yeah, it's just like this deep bellowing roar, and it's really cool. Oh my goodness. So I have like some like unfortunately a lot of the footage because it's with a production company I can't personally have and I don't have. Yeah. But I do know that that campaign won an Emmy. So oh wow That's yeah lovely. Now, if he ever gets out, would you work with the Tiger King? What was Joe Exotic? Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic, yeah. Okay, how about one more, and then we? I think we need to get to the next segment. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. So pick your grand finale. Okay. These so, are awesome. So yes. I want to just go on forever. We can. Well, no, uh, I do. <laughs> but we can, but I want to. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to find some good ones. Um, They're all good. Okay, so the first one is, I once found a dead body in the river in New Orleans. That tracks. The next one is, I'm an honorary member of the Rocky Mountain Vampire Society. Also tracks. Mm -hmm. And the next one is, I once dated a guy that had an entire illegal human skeleton in his closet. That also tracks. Let me... Ugh. I'm afraid to say the dead body because I want to hear the story of it. You know, well, if uh, well, let's we can do all the stories. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go with the Vampire Society being the lie only because the other two were so cool and you're so cool. Same. Well, I mean, and that's cool too. Yeah. But it's just too <laughs> cliche. Okay. So the lie is. I once found a dead body in the oh. river of New Orleans. But oh, I would have totally <laughs> like believed it. But. There's a but to all of this. <laughs> but my mom did. Oh. And she was on the news. Oh. Uh, she just has the worst luck in New Orleans. <laughs> and she loves the place. I don't understand. Like, the first time she went... Um, there was um, a busker in the street juggling knives, and one of the knives slipped and hit her, oh, her boyfriend in the leg no. and stabbed him. And then that was the first time. The what? second time... I think there's something with this family lightning knife throwers. <laughs> What's going on with you They're guys? Just really adventurous. We they just have really danger. good stories. You know? Wow, and we thought we had... <laughs> no stories. shit. Right? The girl's got stories for days, but yeah. okay. But, no one... <laughs> yeah, so she was out in New Orleans, and she was just looking at the pier waiting for, like a, I think it was like a crocodile tour or anything. Thing, and she just found a bloated body Ooh, in the river oh, and oh she God. called the cops and she was on the news and like if you ask her about it it's like her favorite thing she's like I did that I found it that's crazy I wow. want to meet your mother now like, <laughs> did she ever know anything about the the victim or was it a suicide uh, or he I guess I don't know I think he was decapitated oh, so probably not a suicide thing. I don't know <laughs> or, well, or like, a well planned one I don't know how you <laughs> oh my! Wow. And then the other oh wait, wait, there was one more. The vampire. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So I had a really good friend of mine. Uh, he goes by Dorian, and he was just like he used to be really shy. Now he's 
so much out there, which I'm really proud of him for. But I remember one time he's like, hey, Demi, this is going to be super weird, but you have a really outgoing personality, and I really want to join this group of people who think they're vampires. And I was like, he's like, I just need someone to kind of wingman and, like, make me seem cool. And I was like, hell yeah. Yeah, (laughs) 100%. And so I showed up to a couple meetings with them, and they really liked me. And, like, there's this whole process where you get, like, quote-unquote fanged, where, like, a little, like, like, a literal, like, dentist guy will come and, like, make custom fangs for you. And I was like, nah, man, I'm, like, Blade. I'm, like, part of the unfanged. (laughs) And and they were like, they're like, no, that's so cool. Yeah, you're part of, like, and there's only two people that were unfanged. Oh, wow. And, like, they just, after, like, I did, like, vampire karaoke with them. (laughs) And they were so stoked on it. New York, New York. Oh my god, that's Good amazing. Thank you. But I bet blood. you were already in when you went, I've been struck by lightning. They're like, fuck you. Yeah, I'm already undead. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. And then the third one was, oh, this is one of the most interesting people. Well, he was the least interesting person, but his family were the most interesting. Uh, the last one was, I dated a guy that had an entire illegal human skeleton in his closet. Okay. Um... He was just this mediocre comedian, and but like I fell in love with his family, and I just liked hanging out with his family more. And I found out that his grandpa was just this amazing guy who decided that like he started out as what was it? Um, I don't. Oh, he started out as a news anchor, and then he was like, "Nah, I'm done with this. I'm gonna become a doctor." And then he became a doctor and started running this entire hospital. And he's like, you know what? There's a lot of corrupt stuff in this hospital. I'm going to become a lawyer. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my gosh. And so when he left the hospital, he took uh, an entire human skeleton with him. But his family were so creeped out by it that he used to just, like, if you open up his closet, there used to be just this whole human (laughs) human skeleton. Is this a Russian guy? No. Different one. That is better than the story I I had in in that whole thing. We could do a whole other episode about her dating history. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, I have some stories. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I can't. I would love to make this a second parter at some point. That would be amazing. So, um... Is, are we good then? I, go? I think oh, no, so. We're yeah. gonna, thank uh, you so much for all your insane yes. oh, thank you. <laughs> stories. I love it. I yeah, it's so good. Every one of them. Don't leave. Okay. Yeah. But uh, thank you for joining us, Demi. That was awesome. I love working with you, and I love uh, sharing your stories with other people. You just... You're fascinating, to say the very least, but also very informative. It's nice to learn something every day Especially at my age. from somebody who's younger than you. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so it's, awesome. Exactly. Usually yeah. they're dipshits. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Okay, so we're going to be back with what you talking about. All right. We'll be right back.
welcome back fans, friends, family, and phenomenal females because we still have Demi. I want to see Demi. God, it took me forever to not say Demi when it was Demi Moore and get into my head that yeah. it was Demi. Uh -huh. And now you're Demi. And you're amazing, and I just, yes. okay, hi, that was just a really <laughs> stupid segue. Okay, so Demi was just here, and she's phenomenal with an F, And um, but we're going to do what you're talking about, and Daryl's going to go first with his. Alrighty, folks. Well, this one is just a little recap of something that's been happening in Colorado, and I kind of, you know, uh, this whole CU Buffalo phenomenon and everything, it's great, it's great what's happening and everything. But was anybody really, really that surprised what happened last Saturday that they got beat like they did? You know, I knew that this, you know, the Oregon Ducks are a great team. They're, they got the number one quarterback in the league, everything. But the funniest quote I seen was, you know, Deion Sanders was saying, you know, gosh, that, that was just, I'm sorry, that was the worst thing ever. And then somebody said, the Denver Broncos said, hold my beer. Because they got their asses handed to them the next day. So <laughs> Yeah, so this would be two weeks ago when this airs and stuff. Yeah, so, so, yeah. so anyway. But, uh, you know, it, to me, I'm sorry. I just, I, I like the fact, I'm, I'm not saying I like to see the Broncos fail, but I'm like to hear other stuff besides the Broncos because we have a championship in the Avalanche. We have a championship in the Nuggets. They still never get the cred that the Broncos do. The Broncos could probably suck the rest of the year and they'll still be the most talked about thing Sports in this town. Team. But to have that happen to them, I just say, you got what you deserve, folks. <laughs> there you go. That's a bummer, man. I was kind of hoping that Sean Payton could bring something to the table. Yeah. I mean, um, it's still early. Came, but yeah, it is. It's early. No. But they, they, they have a chance to come back. But seriously, you know, we do. We get That's right. all we get. We get fed Bronco crap all year round. I've lived here all my whole life, and that's all they've ever talked about. So Seriously, it's Bronco's country, <laughs> Bronco's nation all the time. And then people get so uh, knee-jerk and emotional about it. It's just like, I just bought a $400 jersey, and we lost a game, <laughs> and now I'm selling everything on eBay. It's ridiculous. Right. You want to go? Sure. Um, so, do you guys um, do, do you know who Val Kilmer is? You oh, know we Val? do. Yeah, I do know who Val is. Okay, so um, kind of backing on my whole Tara Newell, um, who is a true crime person. She's the one who killed Dirty John. Yep. And we're best friends now because she asked me to be her friend on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Well. And not like no shade to Tara, who is amazing, but Val Kilmer liked my post mm -hmm. that I put on his um, page. Yes. And if you'd like me to, I can read you what um, I wrote and what he liked. <laughs> Please. Because now we're in love. <laughs> Finally. And I know. It's it's only taken since I was a senior in high school. I'm wow. Gonna... A year ago. So, yes. <laughs> so... Um, this was, and the thing that was funny though is like Shelly said that she thought that I was being true crime fished with no. Tara. Yeah. Starfished. No, Daryl says I'm being starfished. She's being starfished. Yeah, you just stepped on her punchline. <laughs> yeah, that was your punchline. You. Exactly. Okay, so what I wrote to Val was um, I went to the theater. Okay, this is when I saw his documentary. I went to the theater for the first time since COVID to see your movie. I can't stop thinking about it. Period. You. Period. I saw. You in the live version of Hamlet when I was 17 at the Shakespeare Festival in Boulder, Colorado. You were outstanding, as you are in everything. Thank you for being the standard of brilliant of a brilliant actor and my first celebrity crush. The Kilmer profile mm -hmm. liked. There's a, a screenshot of it. 
Um, now, it only took them two years, yeah, but they so got there. I wrote that to Shelly, and she says, huh, you wrote that over two years ago. It took him a while. And I said, bitch, the guy's sick. Give it up. <laughs> and stuff. So that was that. So that's by what you're talking about. Congratulations. Thank you. We're in love. Starving. Yeah. You're um, rolling with celebrities lately. I am. I'm a, I'm a Facebook social media celebrity. Yeah. Wannabe. Is this going to be the the Shelly and Daryl show soon? You're going to be flying with the. And the cool thing is, you're married to the man witch, so you know Uh, that's. Oh, I'm going to be married to Val Kilmer. That's right. She's going to fly with eagles. She doesn't need to trot with these turkeys. Right. You wanted to to get a new wedding, didn't you? Yeah. So there's that. Interesting. Yes, you've got quite the following, Lisa. Thanks. Um, I'm sticking with my animal themes for the witch you're talking about. Uh, again, my source is nice news, my daily email I get. But they always have the kookiest little creatures. So this one, it's a rare Dumbo octopus is spotted during a deep sea dive. I don't know if you guys had heard about this. I didn't even know octopuses had ears. This one does. Oh, so it's, it's like a murking. Listen. Okay. Listen and learn. <laughs> and I'll post the video on the Facebook page later. But it says Dumbo octopuses. I would have said octopi, but maybe I'm not a scientist. <laughs> have fins that resemble elephant ears, hence the Disney-inspired name. The moniker refers to a genus of sea creatures that are considered the deepest living of all known octopuses. That combined with the animal's rarity makes recent footage of a wild Dumbo octopus a pretty remarkable, remarkable <laughs> sight to behold. The Ocean Exploration Trust captured the video via its deep-sea submersible, the Hercules. The octopus was exploring the ocean floor more than 5,500 feet below the surface in... Papamakalukamakalaka Marine National oh, Monument, a excellent. protected, you don't know that I did it right, <laughs> a protected con- conservation area near Hawaii. Uh, spooky season is almost upon us. It seems like this Dumbo octopus was getting in the mood by reflecting light from our technology. You guys have to see it. It looks like a little, um, oh, like an albino Dumbo octopi it looks like he's delicious i just want this guy in my sashimi but i'll spread along the picture and that's what i'm talking about so he doesn't have mm. to put his ear Calamari. up to a seashell to hear the ocean correct? no because they're no. just flapping out right? there but the, it. The, it looks like ears they don't actually have audio receptacles in there oh, okay. it's like having flappy underarm bingo arms but his are by where tag. his ears would be my arms do not hear anything <laughs> I can I, it's the look. Okay. And that's what oh, we're talking no. about. That's what we're talking about. We'll come back with our Witch Witch Minute in a minute. In a minute. Now, ladies, it's time for the Cosmic Seeker of Love. He's more than just a meal, and he ain't no sloppy Joe. Oh, yeah. The man witch. Oh, yeah. All right, guys, we're back with the Witch Witch Is It Minute to spin it and all that good fun stuff. I uh, am spinning right now. Lisa is spinning. Oh, it's me. Ooh. Look, you can even see over my head. Yeah. It really is. I'm nice. not even lying. Okay. Okay. Shelly's got the clock. Oh, yep. You got the talk. Say when. That's what Val Kimmer said in Tubestone. When? Say when. 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 Must be a peach of a hand. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go. Go. Okay, I am going to divert my Witch Mitch Minute to Demi because I want her to tell us one more Two Truths and a Lie just really fast in the next minute. Or just tell us another really, really cool truth. 
Oh. I think we can let the, the clock go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Way to, way to really <laughs> bring it on there, Lisa. She's so interesting. She's over here chilling, she's having a drink, so and she gets put right back on the spotlight. I had her mic off and everything. Lisa, oh, I'm all, you know, I got work. <laughs> Hold on, let me pull it up. I just couldn't think of anything to talk about, and she's way more interesting. Oh, you could have said, hey, hey, we had a great gal this weekend. <laughs> she's <laughs> this like, weekend. that time I had sex with Michael J. Fox on a passenger plane was so boring. Although he is old enough to be your grandfather, probably. I think it's funny that our last two guests had to drive these big, huge trucks. That's true, and they're both so tiny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, is this a truth or a lie? When I uh, when I broke my foot, I spent an entire week learning how to do butterfly knife tricks. I'm going to say truth. I'm going to say truth, too. What else you got to do? You got no foot. Might as well <laughs> try and lose a finger. <laughs> Was that just the last time? Recently, when you sprained your ankle? No. A different day. I tripped on it in a pot. Oh, the, the, the story how I broke my foot is a whole saga. If you ever need a dating one, that one, I've got you. But, yeah, so, yeah, I broke my foot. And in the four weeks, I just, I found an old butterfly knife, and I just learned how to do tricks so I can, like, dual wield them and just, like, flip and do that's all so that stuff. Oh, my God. That's so Now, remember, don't do that outside when it's cloudy and rainy. You know, don't be out there with a oh, knife. Yeah. <laughs> Get hit by lightning. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, that was great. I broke my ankle bowling, so we are more alike than you. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, you slept yes. in a puddle of beer. I did. Yep. Yeah. Somebody was drinking a little bit too much. Oh, it wasn't gosh. me. It wasn't me. No. No. Yeah, it was the beer puddler. Oh. <laughs> okay. That is it. That is our witch witch. What was minute. it? Minute. Yes. Minute. Yes, that's uh-huh. it. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you guys again for listening to another show. Thank you to our guest, Demi. Demi. God damn it. And Demi. <laughs> I have done that six times. Um, you were a pleasure and a delight. You're a beautiful girl. And thank you for being here. Um, subscribe to Patreon if you want to see the back behind the scenes. Um, we talk about a lot more other interesting things with her. And, and uh, that's that. So yeah. uh, rate and review us. Tell your friends. And, I mean, if you want to be a good fan, Jim freaking Victor is in Iceland at Noice. a phallic museum listening to us. So we can get little red blobs in other countries that shows where we're being listened to. He's listened to us this week. Not the week that you're listening to it, but when we record it. In Iceland, Finland, and Yemen, yes. I believe. Yeah. Nice. Uh, what have you done for us lately? Exactly. Right. Come How on. Dare you. Get yeah. out there, people. Yeah. <laughs> Just go to Commerce City or do something. Something. <laughs> Listen to us in weird places. Yeah. So we, uh, we light up the map. And the more listens we get, the more support we get that we can create content for you and the more Val Kilmer likes my stuff exactly Um, really you're quite the social phenomenon right now I really am but thank you Demi for coming it was a delight Um, obviously uh, thank you Bad Witch and Man Witch Mm -hmm. and Linus and Fiona and everybody for the love of God stay witchy my friends stay bitchy love you Val Season up.